and welcome to Way Too Seriously, the podcast where we watch kids' movies and then take them way too seriously. I'm Paul Moffat. I'm Jan Moffat. And this week we watched and we'll be talking about The Lion King. Jan, do you want to tell us a little bit about this movie? Alright. The Lion King is a Disney movie. It was released in 1994. Uh, it stars... Matthew Broadwick, James Earl Jones, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, uh, Jeremy Irons, uh, Nathan Lane, Whoopi Goldberg, among others. Uh, it was directed by Roger Ellers and Bob Minkoff, and the screenplay was by three different writers, Irene Mecki, Jonathan Roberts, and Linda Wolberton. So, two women, which I found interesting. And it, you know, it's The Lion King, if you've been living under a rock. <laughs> Fun fact. I think The Lion King is the last Disney movie I saw in theaters with my parents, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. I I think I went to see Toy Story and my mom sat somewhere else. <laughs> um, but uh, The Lion King, we walked out of it and my mom said well, something along the lines of, well, that wasn't very good. Really? And specifically, <laughs> what she didn't think was very good were the, was the music, the songs. <laughs> She's not an Elton John fan? The music is not very good. I can't remember any of the songs walking right out of it. Really? That was not a very good movie. Huh. Well, you know what? When we walked out of Moana, I kind of felt the same thing about the songs. I didn't immediately love the Moana songs. But they so, grew on you. But they grew on me. Like Almost immediately, I started listening to it again and was like, wait a minute, I love these. Why didn't I love these right away mm -hmm. so maybe your mom your mom just doesn't like cartoons though she's not a cartoon fan yeah i think she was very happy when she didn't have to go see cartoons with her kids anymore <laughs> um so the story of of the lion king simba is the firstborn son of king mufasa the king of lions mm -hmm. uh his evil uncle scar wants to be king and scar tricks Simba into being trapped in a wildebeest stampede. Mufasa comes and rescues Simba and is killed by the wildebeests when Scar throws him into the thing and the stampede and Scar tells Simba that everyone's going to blame Simba. So Simba runs away and eventually realizes that his rightful place is back at home and returns to uh, overthrow Scar and restore the natural order of things. If you've, been, if you've been living under a rock and don't know the story of The Lion King. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think that we should, our uh, usual first chapter of this podcast, the objective judgment of the quality of the movie, should go quite quickly for this movie. Yeah, because far be it from us to, like, diss a classic, you know. Or like, to repeat what's been already said. Yeah. Like, the good things about The Lion King are, despite what my mom says... The music's music. pretty good. Yeah. The uh, the animation is, for its time, good. It's that... And Disney... especially, I really noticed watching it this time, the introduction sequence, yeah. the Circle of Life song, the animation that goes along with that is beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the music that go. It's like the animation that goes along with the very beginning of The Little Mermaid. It yep. establishes the setting beautifully. Yeah. Well, it's... Fun fact about my life in terms of The Lion King, because you said your fun fact. Um, the only VHS, yeah, I know. The only VHS that we ever owned in my family, because we didn't own things, was, what? No. Uh, was Aladdin. 
Uh-huh. And the movie that came out directly after Aladdin was The Lion King. And so back in those days, when you got the Disney movie, the previews and the little bonus features at the beginning of your VHS, what were for the next Disney movie that was coming out. And so all of our bonus features were about The Lion King. Bonus features are our trailers. And so I watched that DVD, that VHS a lot. And so I had to watch all those extra stuff at the beginning. Or I had to fast forward them, kids. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was no skip button in those days. And so it had a lot of how the Disney animators animated the, the animals. And it showed, like, Disney Studios. And they brought in a lion and they, you know, and they watched the lion move. And they went out into the out to the zoo and watch the different animals and you can really tell yeah that that's what they did to make this movie like the animals move like animals and if you think back to the jungle book which is in terms of the animation probably the easiest yeah. comparison like the jungle book is a really good movie in so many ways but like the way they animate the animals yeah. in the jungle book is like Let's take a stab at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this so, is much more is they're much. attempting to actually capture how animals move. Except they, I think, any of the from behind shots of the lions moving fast hmm. are bad. Because they have the two hind legs moving together in a weird way. Hmm. I noticed it a couple of times. Interesting. Anyway. Are there any, like, do you want to, are there any lowlights to the lion Highlights, game? lowlights. Well, I mean, yeah. There's low lights to the Lion King. Lo- that you want to point out, I mean. Yeah. I mean, just in terms of even like, this is a movie for children. Yeah. What age is it for? Because, like, I remember showing our kids this movie, or like, you know, watching a bunch of Disney movies early on when we had, when we had kids, when we had kids, when our kids were very young. And I thought, you know, all the movies, The Little Mermaid, The Lion King, and I put on The Lion King and like 90% of it is scary scenes. Yeah. Like a lot of it. You have the whole elephant's graveyard near the beginning, and then you have all of Scar's Be Prepared song, and then he goes off and has Hakuna Matata, but then he shows up again and has all the scary parts with Scar again, and like yeah, a lot of it is quite frightening, and Mufasa's death. Is quite frightening. I think, like, without exaggerating, if you were sensitive, mm-hmm. 75% of this movie is scary. It's scary, yeah. Yeah, and our daughter, our younger daughter, even on this viewing, scared. she's yeah. six, and the part where uh, they're in the elephant's graveyard was scary. Yep. And the older daughter, the part where Mufasa died, was really sad. Oh, yeah. She cried and cried. Like, I don't want to protect kids from sadness Mm -hmm. or even from scariness. But just, like, so what? who is this for exactly? It was just a surprising change from the previous movies in in the Disney timeline. If you had gone to see Aladdin and Little Mermaid and then come to see this and went, oh, wow. This was much scarier. Agreed. I definitely saw it in theaters as well. But, I mean, I was 13 in 1994, so right. I was a teenager by the time this came out. Apart from the quality of the movie, I mean, so, yeah. just, this movie is, the, a, is the Lion King and you've heard of it. And what people say about the quality of it is mm-hmm. basically, we don't have anything, I think, unique to say about that. Yep. Apart from that, how much do you enjoy The Lion King? I like it. I think it's definitely among my, you know, top 
15 <laughs> Disney movies. Okay, it's not my top one Disney movie. I'm not sure of my exact ranking, but it's up there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, it's of its time. It's like, I love the Disney Silver Age. That is my childhood. Yeah. And so I love it for that. And I love the songs. Yeah. It was the first time that they'd really embraced the whole pop song thing. Well, I guess aside from Beauty and the Beast. I, yeah, I like I like Lion King quite a lot. I don't like it as much as other ones, but I do I do enjoy The Lion King. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. There's a lot of good things. I, qu- I was quoting along with it, trying not to quote out loud because our kids get annoyed with too much of that <laughs> and singing along with the songs and stuff. And it was reminding me of our trip to Disney World a while, a couple of years, or last year, when we went to the uh, Animal Kingdom and it was very Lion King, parts of the Animal Kingdom. And I, I got to see the Lion King show, which you had sadly had to miss out on. And that was amazing. Right. And so like, I mean, it wasn't the Broadway show, but it was like, it's like a show that they do in Disney World. It's all these acrobatics and stuff. And it was like phenomenal. And so watching the movie again reminded me of like, wow, yeah, they've done some amazing things with the Lion King. I really enjoyed uh, the Lion King. Also, I think in terms of my personal enjoyment this time, my favorite parts are uh, Jeremy Irons' scar Mm -hmm. is great. Yeah, I think he's like doing an amazing job as (laughs) scar. Yeah. Absolutely. And when I was, I did not appreciate it at all when I was a kid. But now I think Nathan Lane is really great oh, as Nathan, Timon. Yes, yes. All of his jokes are hilarious. As yeah. a kid, I thought Pumbaa's the funny one and Timon <laughs> is also there. And now I'm like, Timon's the funny, Timon's one. The funny one. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Timon's great. I love Timon. <laughs> so do you want to move forward and we can take this movie... Way, way, way too, too seriously. Yes, exactly that. <laughs> um, I want to start with race Oof. in The Lion King. Yep. So this is a movie set in and even more about Africa. Yep. So what are we doing with race in this movie? A lot of the lead actors are white. Mm-hmm. The ones J- that are not are James Earl Jones, Whoopi Goldberg, and... I mean, Cheech Marin Cheech is Marin. not African, but neither is James Earl Jones or Whoopi Goldberg. No. Um, they're African-American. They're African-American. So the only... The people of color in this movie are James Earl Jones. Rafiki is played by mm. an actor of color whose name I don't... No, but I looked it up. And young Nala. Yeah. Um, and then Whoopi Goldberg and Cheech Marin maybe fall into a different category in our minds, not less important, but because they are villains, that's something to take into account. That in your movie about Africa, the good characters are mostly white and the villainous characters are mostly not. Yeah. I don't I'm not totally sure whether that's fair because Scar is English. Uh and there is some colonialist subtext both in Scar and Zazu as characters. Yes, absolutely. I mean some colonialist but there's strong colonialist context in Zazu for sure. Mm-hmm. And in Scar too, as the English accented one person who wants to be king of Africa. Yep. 
And I don't know whether we want to complain about Whoopi Goldberg and Cheech Marin. The hyenas are racialized others in the movie. Yes. Like the sure. lions are the good benevolent leaders. Good benevolent leaders and mostly with the notable and important not to be overlooked exception of James Earl Jones. Voiced by white actors, and mm-hmm. the hyenas are the racialized other voiced by actors of color. Yeah. So we just said a mouthful. Yes, we sure did. And not everything that I just said is actually my position quite. I'm just kind of laying some stuff out. Yeah. Let's back up. I want to talk about Rafiki. Why don't do you start want, with do him? Want, do you want to talk about that right off the bat? Go. Rafiki is kind of a, what we might call a magical negro. We might. He is a baboon voiced by an African-American man putting on kind of this African dialect voice. Almost, It almost sounds like Rasta. Yeah, it's African, but it almost sounds Jamaican. I agree. Yeah. Are, did you look up for sure the act? Yeah, he, he was he was born American? he was born in St. Louis. Okay. So, uh, he, yeah, he just he shows up. He's got he's the only character who's who's coded very African. Yes. Out of all these characters that are in Africa, yes, he's the only character who's really coded African, and he does these kind of magical things. He's the one who blesses Simba. He's the he's the religious figure and then he magically smells on the wind that Simba's alive and then he summons the spirit of Mufasa and he's just he's a religious figure but he also feels very magical and it's only that's only problematic because he's the sole African stand-in. In this African In this movie. African movie. And not that Africa... I mean, Africa is huge. Just to be clear, we know that Africa is a huge continent, not a single country. And I think one of the things we're criticizing... Yes, exactly. Is that this is just like Africa, Africa. as a whole, as a giant amalgam of places. And uh, so Rafiki takes all of the, the stereotypes on himself and is is the other he is because he is different he's magical because he has a different accent and has these religious aspects to him he's also magical and so that makes it feel like well Af- africans are magical yeah and the other is i think yeah. what rafiki is a stand-in for he's a, an african witch doctor yes i mean let's put that yeah put that right out there right yeah out that's, there that's what i meant by labels spiritualism. on that right yeah um I remember some quite mild controversy after The Lion King came out. I mean, I, I was raised in a fairly conservative evangelical context. And I remember some mild controversy related to The Lion King that it was about, you know, pagan mysticism and the circle of life is about pagan mysticism. Right. Yes, of course. And I now think, actually, I would like it if it was grounded in some actual African religion or if it was more of a completely fictional animal uh yes exactly worldview yeah which i think they kind of are trying to do but they it's just that by making it only one character well it's not only one character entirely because mufasa is the one who gives the speech about the circle of life yes he sure does um so one of the big problems that you're i think putting your finger on and I 
noticed watching the exact same thing that like there's this sense of African tribal animism mm-hmm. underlying the movie and I and it's a bad look. Yeah. Yeah. And it's made way worse by the fact that there's the one witch doctor character who's given an African accent yeah. and is unlike everyone else in the movie and mm-hmm. is and if we talk about people who are unlike everyone else in the movie because of their accents, mm-hmm. the other two characters who are that are Zazu and Scar. Right. Who both have English accents. Both have English accents. Everyone else that. is American accent with the arguable possible exception of Cheech Marin has a uh, bit of a Mexican accent. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of. I think it's light enough and it's all that we can basically ignore it. Yeah. In this context. So do we want to, I mean, I'm kind of moving on. Yeah, I mean, there's lots to say. It's just, it's the trouble is there's so much to say about race, but it has to do with this taking place in Africa. And I think that the stage show helped with that a lot. I think the stage show of The Lion King, which I haven't seen, but have heard that that uh, the cast of that is mostly people of color. And that's really helped with that. Because in this one, Simba is the main problematic character. That why is Simba played by By Matthew Broderick Broderick Mm -hmm. and not by... I don't know who's... Even, like, the singing voices are different, and, like, Simba's singing voice is, is a, as a child, at least, is played by a African-American person. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh, like, geez. why? Uh, yeah. And, I, I mean, we I, say why, yeah. but there is an answer, and the answer is systemic racism. Yep, that's the answer. The answer is a... Uh, African-American 12-year-old doesn't get to be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yep. I don't know if he was 12, but, you know, or he was around there. Yeah, he's about the same age as me. So, like, that's just the answer. And why does James Earl Jones get to do it? Because for one reason or another, he managed to be a star despite his race. And so he is cast in this movie not because, not because, I mean, like, I don't know what the behind the scenes is, but we can say that he achieved a level of stardom that allowed them to ignore the fact that he was African-American. Yeah. And he was cast as this, I think, because he has a fantastic voice for stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. uh, So, I mean, let's not pussyfoot around about what's the why? Why? Well. Yeah. And I mean, like. Maybe we should move on to the actual movie itself rather than, like, the meta actors and whatnot. In terms of within the movie, I think that the the real issues racially are exactly what we've already talked about. And I think Mm -hmm. we could maybe move on from race having said that. Yeah. I mean, I I keep wanting to talk about Jeremy Irons and Zazu as English-accented characters, and especially Zazu. And let's just... Let me just put... uh, clearly into words what I've gestured towards, which mm-hmm. is Zazu as the administrator of the aristocracy in an African context, having an English accent and the kind of English accent he is. Mm-hmm. He's the bureaucratic uh, administrator of colonial rule. Mm. Yep. He um, sure is. 
And that's why you have that character with that accent doing that thing. And not just the accent, like everything about him. He's, you know, the person who tells the natural leader what the people want, because even though he isn't connected to them, but he's the step between. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about gender in this movie? Do I? (laughs) I, That's what I asked you. (laughs) Does the Lion King pass the Bechdel test? Nope. Really not. Nope, definitely not. How hard would it have been to make either Timon or Pumbaa a female? Well, no, because then they couldn't be bros, Jan. Yeah, I guess they couldn't have been bros. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) And, yeah, I mean, like, we're retreading ground we've tread before, depressing ground we've tread before. There are no female characters in this movie except the love interest mm. and the mother. Mm-hmm. And even the mother She's is not it. a character. She gets a name. But she gets a name. That's about it. Calling her a character is very generous. Oh, and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Right. I forget her character's name, but the... The hyena. hyena. <laughs> um... See, they make one of the hyenas a woman. And she is a great... In fact, that is a great example of how to do it. Yeah. Right? Like, she's a female hyena just because. Yeah. Right? You could have made two of those hyenas female. You could have made three of them female. You could have made... Uh, see, if you'd made three of them female, you'd then you would have been in trouble. trouble. I, I agree. You could have made either Timon or Pumbaa played by a woman and a female character. Yep. You could have, you know... Imagine if Pumbaa was female. Just imagine. Imagine a stinky pig played by a woman. I think it could have, like, you could have, like, the whole, like, Pumbaa is, like, stinky and farty. Like, have a woman in that role. You could. You really could. Women stink, too. It's a thing. You know, like, yeah. I just think that could have been, and not make it the butt of the joke, like, not make it the joke, just have the exact same lines. In a female pig's mouth. I don't know. Whatever. They wouldn't have been bros, I suppose. But, like, there wouldn't have been any, like, love interest between any of them because they're all different species. Anyway. Which brings us to the heteronormativity in this movie. Just is the problem with heteronormativity in this movie uh, is the same as it very often is and compounded by the lack of female characters. So the Mm -hmm. only female that uh, he knows is his true love. Yeah. <laughs> they fall in love in like three seconds. Well, in the course of a song, which I guess is typical for a a Disney movie or a uh, musical in general. But they're like friends as kids and then run into each other, what, 20 years later, 10 years later, and are like, we're in love now. What? You don't even know each other, man. <laughs> it's because it's what girls are good for. I guess. There are some good things, and, like, it's representative of what actual lions are like, which is one male, several females, and so it shows them, it doesn't change the reality of lion life, which is the females do the hunting. Yeah, the females are fierce and hunting and the get the food. The each other. And the males just fight each other, and that is like what plays out in this movie. And so I like that they didn't, they really might have changed that because like, who knows what lions do? The women are, you know, stay at home and like everyone knows that a male lion is fierce and tough. And so he kills all the prey and like, no, it's, it does what is the truth. 
And they don't say... I, I notice the movie never actually says that uh, Mufasa is mating with all these females, but it also never says that he isn't. Yep. There are no other male lions. There are sure aren't. And there are some other lion cubs. Nala and Simba are brother and sister. Let's just say that is a fact. <laughs> that right? is, I don't think there's any other way to think about that. No, Nala that's, and Simba are brother and sister. That's lions for you, though. That's lions. <laughs> just um, for all you Nala Simba fanfic writers, keep that in mind. <laughs> There totally is not a fanfic out there. <laughs> Probably not, because they're a canonical couple. There's, like, Nala yeah. and someone who... There's, and like, like, Pumbaa there's, there's, fanfic, yeah, there's that's totally. what fanfic does. <laughs> that is what fanfic does. It does what um, movie didn't do. You're so. right. How did we get here? I don't even know. Um, I want to talk about... Everybody knows this is not a new observation, and if it's new to you... It's, I'm not the one who thought of it at all, that the Lion King is Hamlet. Right, yes. Um, the uncle kills the king to usurp his place, and the son comes and avenges the father's death. I noticed this, there's, so there's something about that I want to talk about, um, which is, like a Shakespeare play, this Disney movie is really about the divine right of kings. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the divine right of kings for a little bit? Yeah, because that's definitely a theme in this. And that's, like, not just this movie. Disney is big into the divine right of kings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, Renaissance drama. Also, I'm going to leave on the shelf why is Disney in general so invested in the idea of the oh, divine right of kings. fairy tales. But, like, in this movie, right, the king is the king, has the right to be the king, is the natural ruler and the natural rule and the rightful place of the king is ruling at the uh, the underlying worldview of this movie is that kingship is good natural right and yeah. that uh, subverting kingship in any way is wrong and evil mm-hmm. and even when Scar as Lion King invites the natural enemies of the lions into the uh, invites their enemies in and decimates the land and they don't have food and they don't have... No one can do anything about it. Yeah. Simba returns and the lionesses rally behind him, drive out the hyenas. He fights Scar, but we see that he could not have done that without the support of the lionesses mm-hmm. who don't like Scar's leadership why can't they drive Scar out themselves? And I don't think it's about gender. I think it's about the divine... I think it may be a little, a little bit, bit about, about gender, gender. But I think it's mostly about the divine right of kings. Because then you're just another usurper. He is the rightful king. Can mm-hmm. return and take his rightful crown. Because kingship is something that happens by right. That blood. Ruler, ha- rulership happens by right and by blood. And we can say that this is, there's a number of things about this, one of which is expand this to an uh, entire worldview, and those who have power have it by right, and those who don't should be subservient, uh, uh, and if they were, that's where they belong in the circle of life. The idea of the circle of life seems very, like, hippie accepting, except that it's all very nice to be the circle of life when you're at the top. Uh, and it's a circle, there's no top. There is a top <laughs> of the circle of life as it's depicted in The Lion yes, King, because is. I'm the king, 
I eat you, and you can eat me maybe when I die. Yeah, I know. I, agree <laughs> I don't have to do anything about it, though. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that's connected to the welfare of the entire world. And I saw, like, the connection to Hamlet is something that lots of people have seen, but I saw this time, for the first time, a King Arthur connection. Mm-hmm. Which is... Surprising no one. Well, a, surprising not me. Which is a connection to the Fisher King. Are you familiar, Jan, with the myth of the Fisher King? A little bit, but go ahead. In Arthurian legend, uh, during the Grail quest, they, um, and it goes differently in different stories, but uh, Percival, the Grail Knight, comes upon a wasteland. And the wasteland is a land where nothing is flourishing and nothing is growing and uh, is ruled over by a fisher king who's been wounded. And until the fisher king is restored, the land isn't restored. And sometimes Percival and sometimes Galahad, uh, whoever the Grail Knight is, uses the Grail to heal the fisher king. And when the king is restored, the land stops being a wasteland and grows again because the health of the land is directly connected to the health of the monarch. Right. So why does Scar being king turn the whole land into a wasteland? Because it's the Fisher King. Because when the king isn't healthy and Scar isn't morally healthy, when you have a bad king, you have a bad land. Yeah. That what makes everybody thrive is not the circle of life. It's know your in place. <laughs> Don't get uppity. Mm-hmm. Don't try to usurp the ruler. Your natural rulers are your natural rulers. And if you will stay where you belong, everything will thrive. And what Scar, the whole land is punished. I don't want I don't buy this garbage fan theory that is uh disingenuous uh, that like Scar was really the good guy those like why the villain was really the good guy fan theories that I don't know if you've seen no there's one about like all Scar does is give the hyenas food and they're hungry so he's the great liberator of his people right um that's a disingenuous argument but what is true is that Scar is punished and the land is also punished with along with Scar, because Scar doesn't uh, accept his place as he should. Mm, yeah. And the hyenas also, I thought things were bad under Mufasa, but they're worse now because they don't accept their place as they should. Mm-hmm. Right? The hyenas, I mean, this has been said by other people, but all, the hyenas are part of the circle of life. The hy- hyenas eat the dead, they're carrions. Oh, carrion is dead. Carrion eaters. They're scavengers. Anyway, they're part of the circle of life. Why are, why hyena? I mean, they have to pick a villain, I suppose, for mm-hmm. the sake of the movie. But I don't like that, like, one creature is not allowed to be part of this grand circle of life thing. I'm like, what? They're the other? They're the... Because civilizations only exist because you can draw boundaries around them mm-hmm. because civilizations only exist if you can point to something that's outside the boundary line of the civilization yep. so the hyenas have to exist something has to exist outside of Mufasa's rule yep. or Mufasa's rule isn't a good orderly right and just rule because mm. uh, cultures are, and societies and civilizations are always defined by their borders yeah absolutely so when our daughter watched this afterwards yes. she said why isn't there a lion queen? 
Yeah, that's an excellent question. Excellent question, daughter of ours. Why isn't there a Lion Queen? And Nala, she is born of Mufasa as well. So she, why couldn't she rule when? Because that's not how lions work, except that lions lions do not have kings. Nope, they sure don't. You're you're transposing a uh, monarchical politic onto the animal kingdom. Yeah. And then imaginary straw man arguing with me, you're going to use the uh, animal hierarchy to justify the imposed political uh, system, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You couldn't have a lion queen because there isn't a lion queen. There's a lion king. There's one male who rules all the things. But no, he doesn't rule. No. He f- them. <laughs> <laughs> That's his role. Lion, male lions are like super lazy. They're they're not doing nothing. I mean, and like to be. That, we don't need to talk about the actual animals. We need to talk about the actual animals, and like you know, I think male lions get uh, called lazy. They perform a role, which is that they protect the pride against predators, other mm-hmm. predators, and against other lions. But that's not the same thing as ruling. And so yeah. don't pretend that you're uh, bound by what, how nature really works to keep from there being a Lion Queen. Yeah. is all I'm saying. Okay, so I haven't seen Lion King 2. Neither have I. I feel like the daughter that gets lifted, the person that gets lifted up at the end, not person, the lion that gets lifted up at the end of this movie is female. I think you're right, but I so haven't seen the movie. So that's a thing. And I'm not going to. <laughs> You're not gonna. Well, I mean, uh, $600 support on Patreon and we'll watch The Lion King 2. I don't know. We could maybe watch We've it. We've watched Lion King 1 and a half at one point. It was point pretty good. Because, for a funny reason, because Lion King 1... If, if The Lion King is Hamlet, then The Lion King 1 and a half is like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, the fantastic movie and play. And so we thought, well, we'll have to watch Lion King one and a half. I think we watched it like before we had kids. Definitely, we yeah. were like, we're gonna get this and watch it because it's gonna be like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. And then it wasn't. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was, it was pretty like bad a, in the way that direct-to-video movies also yeah. always are. It's yeah. fine. It was fine. <laughs> but was, I don't it know. Was Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are daddy? Like it was happening all on the accent on the. Behind B-side. the scenes, the B-side, yeah. and Timon and Pumbaa are absolutely Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yes, they absolutely are. Um, I think we could say more about The Lion King, but I'm ready to wrap this up if yeah. you are. There's so, I mean, there's so much to say, and there's so much that has been said that it's hard not to retread old ground when it comes to a movie that's been, that is extremely popular and has been out for a long time. What I, what was new to me this viewing was the connection to the Fisher King. Yes. Why is he a fisher? What does he, that mean? He's in a boat fishing. He's like a fisherman? Yeah. But he's a king? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's... And the way that, you know, naming conventions and mythology work is he's not always fishing, but he fulfills the role of the king who's fishing in the foundational myth. Interesting. If you didn't know, that was what Paul's uh, PhD thesis was on, was King Arthur. So he has meant much knowledge about yeah. these things. <laughs> and in, I'm surprised it's the first time you've mentioned it 
you really connected one of the movies we watched to that. Is or maybe it? it isn't. It probably is. Yeah. Anyway. So, is it good? Is it seriously good? I think in terms of good, it's good. Yeah. I mean, The Lion King is a good movie. I'm not going to say that it's very good, as I have about some movies in that we've talked about in the mm-hmm. past. But I think it's firmly good. Good. Yeah, The Lion King's good. Okay, so seriously good. I think seriously medium. And I think I agree, seriously medium. And the more I think about it, the less seriously good it is. I think it's on the, it's seriously medium rare. Medium rare? Yeah, you know, the bottom, less well done than medium. But rare is good in steak. That's that's true. So maybe we can't (laughs) do that. But it's less well done than medium. (laughs) Than medium. It's below medium. I know. I hate like because I know that The Lion King is a lot of people's childhood favorites, but it definitely has some issues and some issues that make it not so seriously good. Yeah, and seriously, uh, yeah, and it really is good. That doesn't have to diminish your enjoyment of the goodness of the movie, but it has some serious issues. And the more I think about it, the more those issues are. And we have not even exhausted them. No. At all. No, We just, you know, can't talk for hours and hours. All right. Well, I mean, if you have thoughts on The Lion King, which we know you do, this is a popular one. Tell us all your thoughts on The Lion King. You can do that by tweeting to us at WTScast. You can send us an email way too seriously cast at gmail.com you can send a smoke signal i don't know what are you looking for me for if you want to support us do the thing if you want to support us if you like what we do please support us how you ask <laughs> there are two ways why are you saying this like you're <laughs> robot. You can support us by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. And you can support us uh, on Patreon by kicking us some money. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash clockworkscast. You can support for as little as a dollar a month, and there are lots of little bonuses that come along with supporting us. Not to mention that it'll push us towards goals that'll help us to do a better job on this podcast. Absolutely. Have better sound quality, have more time, more, may even do more podcasts eventually if we get to those levels. Absolutely. So your support in either of those ways means an awful lot. Uh, and it just makes our day. It really does. And even like communicating with us. We're always so happy when we get a tweet or an email or a comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you want to make us happy, don't you? Don't, don't you? you? Can you feel the love tonight? I can feel the love. Can you feel the love? I can feel the love. Ah. I've been Jan Moffat. I've been Paul Moffat. Akuna yes, Matata. <laughs> this is the first movie in the first Disney movie to directly or indirectly talk about farting. <laughs> The end. <laughs>